Welcome to the Dr. Bugill Podcast. This is episode 64. We are uh, approaching mid-March. I mean, sorry, mid-February. Time is really flying by for me. Um, Super Bowl weekend's coming up. You know, NBA trade, trade deadline, I think, is happening in the next, like, five minutes. Lots of action, lots of excitement, and um, lots to think about this week. So this week, this is kind of like a, an Ask Dr. Mudgill podcast. This week, um, just a little backstory. It's like probably around like 9.30 or something like that on Tuesday night. I got a group text from uh, one of our family friends whose son was involved in a fundraiser. And there was a link to, you know, to, to donate to support the fundraiser. Of course, I was... I was happy to do so, and um, I sent a text back saying "all set." You know, a few minutes later, and I got a really nice text back from this young man's mom, and said, "Wow, thank you for prioritizing this. I still scratch my head on how you were able to get everything done and stay on top of everything while still being the true blue you." And lots of nice emojis. Um, so it's it had me thinking about uh, you know prioritizing time, uh, being efficient, getting things done. And that, you know, that's a comment that I get every now and then from folks like, hey, how are you doing all of the things that you do? How do you post to social media? How do you record a podcast? How do you see patients? How do you read slides? Um, and it's, it's nothing special to what I do. There's nothing spectacular about me or special about me. Um, but what I am pretty good at is economizing my time, um, being efficient, prioritizing things that are important. And I, this is not something I was born with. It's something that I've learned to do and gotten better at as life has gotten more complicated, you know with running my business, doing all the social media stuff that I do, you know, being married, having kids, maintaining a social life, you know, all of those things. It requires a level of organization and time management that, uh, you know, it's just essential. You can't, you, you can't exist uh, without managing your time well. And, um, you know, it enables you just to do all of the various things that I do or you may be doing better and in, in a more stress-free way. Um, so I thought I would share in this podcast strategies that I use that help me, you know, maintain efficiency and you know time management and you know prioritizing things that are important, getting things done, getting shit done, you know, et cetera. Um, and I think anyone who's uh, a high performing individual, no matter you know what line of work they're in, um, I think this is something that's probably you know pretty similar to what everyone else that does that's you know juggling a lot of different things. Like, you know, I love Venn diagrams. And if you were to draw a Venn diagram of this, I think the shared component of anyone who is, like, you know, very efficient and effective and, you know, has lots of moving parts in their life, I think that middle part is, you know, is significantly shared by most folks. So there's basically two ways I manage time. So the first way is, is designing the architecture of my week. Now, if you were to take, you know, week one of February, week two of February, week three of February, week four of February, week two of January, week three of April and just lay them on top of each other in terms of what my calendar looks like, it looks exactly the same. Um, so I basically design my schedule with blocks of time. So, you know, every Monday is the same, every Tuesday is the same, every Wednesday is the same, et cetera, et cetera. The only thing I don't really schedule are weekends because, you know, that's a lot of family time, you know, sports games, all that sort of stuff with my kids. So there's like a block of time that I reserve to get my workout set, et cetera, which is usually in the early part of the morning. And the rest of the time is pretty fluid because, you know, those those days where there's like, you know, multiple things happening and social stuff, um, it's hard to schedule in advance. But things that I can control, like my Monday through Friday, I have really tight control over. I can really, you know, manage the architecture of the week. And so, you know, just this is my personal schedule. It's, you know, this is what works for me. But 
you know, Mondays through Thursdays, I drive my middle son to school. He starts really early, starts middle school at around 7.20 something. So, you know, I get up, I wake him up, I make him breakfast, we drive to school. And if it's a Monday or a Wednesday, I usually read slides in the morning. Um, so I do that in the morning. Then after that, I have a block of time where I work out that I, you know, I have my post-workout meal, shower, get ready for work, drive to Manhattan, see my patients. That's Monday and Wednesday. Tuesdays and Thursdays are, I do different things on those days, but I'm in near my home in Long Island on those days. So Tuesdays, I see patients on Long Island in the afternoon, but my morning is the same. I wake my son up, get breakfast ready for him, take him to school. I'll do some work-related stuff on Tuesday morning, like sign my notes from the previous night, et cetera. I'll work out, eat my post-workout meal, shower, go to my office and see patients. Wednesday is the same as Monday. Thursday, same thing, you know, wake my son up, make him breakfast, drive him to school. I have a block of time, which I focus on, you know, catching up on notes from the office or doing office-related stuff. I work out, eat my post-workout meal, shower, head to the office, and, you know, do this sort of thing. You know, record social media stuff, record my podcast. I have a bunch of Zoom calls for business-related things with various other projects I'm involved in, et cetera. Um, and then Friday, I get up at the crack of dawn in the fours, um, and I head to the city, see patients in the morning. I break my fast and have lunch on Fridays, the same lunch pretty much every week. And then my, my weekend kind of starts at that point where things are a little bit looser. Now, the reason why I'm kind of like delineating what the specifics of these days are is because they're like little blocks of time. And if something were to come up, so say for instance, like last Tuesday, I had to take my mom to the doctor. She's fine, but I had to take her for like, you know, an appointment for a doctor. And my Tuesday morning schedule was kind of my typical Tuesday morning schedule was, you know, it was kind of, you know, I couldn't do the things that I usually do. But because my schedule is organized with blocks of time, I was able to switch like my late morning block from Wednesday and put that on Tuesday morning and move my Tuesday work. My Tuesday workout is usually a leg workout. So I switched that to Wednesday. So because the architecture of my week is so similar and every day is basically the same from week to week, I'm able to make little changes like that without screwing up my whole schedule. Um, and this is something that's been very, very useful for me. And I think it'd be useful for anyone who's struggling with time management or like managing their days. Like if you have to assign the things that are important for you. So for me, it's, you know, obviously taking my son to school, doing whatever work-related stuff I need to do, working out, and seeing patients. Those are like the essential activities for the day. And I have blocks of time on each day that I dedicate to those activities. But they're like, it's like a puzzle, you know, and I'm able to kind of take one block out, stick it on another day, move that block to like the Wednesday block to Tuesday, like I mentioned. And it enables me to have a somewhat rigid schedule, but with enough flexibility that I can make a tweak if I need to. So that's the general architecture of my schedule. Then the second part of efficiency is task management. So like, you know, although every day is structured the same, you know, there's a million moving parts to each day. You know, a, a bunch of emails, a bunch of labs I have to call patients back on, real estate related stuff, taxes, talk to my accountants, my bookkeepers, my son gets sick at school, my daughter has to, you know, be somewhere at X, and X time and, you know, a lot, lots of moving parts. So the way I organize tasks is, is essentially through email. So my goal for emails is to have a zero inbox. And you know, I use Gmail, which is a great tool. Um, the Gmail app is a great tool. And what I do is, you know, like I said, my goal is to have a zero inbox. And 
that doesn't mean that you know every single email is addressed right then and there. I mean, this is kind of how I do it. I think how a lot of people do it. And if you're not doing this, I encourage you to consider doing this. So emails to me generally fall into three categories. One is like spam junk stuff. So when I see that, I immediately mark it as spam, you delete it, and that's done. So that's probably like 30% of the incoming messages that I get. Then the next set of emails are things that can be immediately addressed. Like it's a yes or no question or something that requires a very quick response or something that can be delegated. And those I take care of then and there. I don't postpone them. I don't let them sit in my inbox. So say, for instance, it's a lab result that um, you know my medical assistant or my PA can call my patient. I immediately send them an email and say, hey, blood work within normal limits, and they contact the patient. It's something that I delegate right away. And then I archive it in my email. So it's immediately out of my inbox. I literally spend, if it takes like a minute or two to address right then and there, I never postpone those things. I take care of them right then and there on the spot so I don't have to worry about it. Then there's the third category of emails. Emails that require greater attention, greater time. If I have to compose an email, which is going to take me five or ten minutes, or is a long document or something that I need to review and read through before I comment and respond, or say it's like you know my American Express bill that I need to review. It's going to take me you know some time to do that. I schedule those emails. So my schedule is rigid, yet there's little pockets of time where I know I can address like a 10-minute long. Say it's going to take me 10 minutes to address an email. I'll or say it's a Monday, like a Monday night. I know this is going to take me 10 minutes to do. I don't have time to do that right now. I'll archive it till Tuesday at 9 o'clock. And that, I know like around that time, I'm generally free. It's like right when I'm done with my work-related stuff, right before I set, do my workout, so I'll have like 10 minutes of time where I can devote to that email and, you know, whatever, read through whatever attachments there are and respond, et cetera. Um, my credit card bill, I'll schedule that for like about three or four days before it's due at a time when I know I'll have like 20 or 30 minutes to review it. So again, like say I get my credit card bill, okay, Thursdays around like nine o'clock, I generally have a slot of time before I start my workout. I'll archive it to open up, you know, three weeks, three Thursdays from now so that I could have sufficient time to review the credit card bill and address any issues there may be or you know, pay it, whatever, whatever the case may be. But I have the time to do that. Uh, so those are the three categories of email. Now, going back to the text message that my, my friend sent me for um, the charitable contribution. So that was, you know, it was like 9.30 at night on a Tuesday. I was, I think, just whatever, watching basketball or doing something, just kind of you know, popped up on my phone. I was like, you know what? I have like, it's going to take me literally three minutes to do this. I have three minutes right now. I'm just going to do this now. It's something that I'm going to do anyways, right? So why push it off to it till tomorrow or the next day where I can just bang it out and take care of it? So what I've found to be the most efficient strategy with managing time is anything that you can take care of right away, take care of it because that's the, the most predictable time is the present. You know like what you're going to be doing for the next five or ten minutes. All of us know that. So if you have five minutes to spare – to answer an email or take care of a very you know small task, just do it because it's something you don't you could take off your plate going forward, and people will really appreciate that you're so attentive to whatever their needs may be. Like when someone sends you an email, it's a question they have right then and there on the spot, or someone sends you a text. So yeah, it's fine to wait and you know answer when you have time to answer it, but if you can answer it right away, you know that's helpful to the person that's asking you to do something or sending you an email or sending you a text. You know, they love if they could get a response right back so they could cross it off their to-do list. So I always try to take care of things right away if I can. 
If it's something I can't take care of right away, I schedule it for a time where I know I can take care of it and then I take care of it at that time. I don't keep pushing stuff down the road because then you have a huge list of things that you need to take care of, which, you know, in most cases never, never gets done. And then there's just stuff that can be delegated or that's junk that you just, you know, again, you can either deal with right away or just archive and spam and that sort of thing. So that's how I regulate, schedule, um, organize my time. So two parts of it designing the architecture of your week and this will be different for all of us but i think it should be something that you put considerable thought into so that your weeks basically are carbon copies of each other because that enables you to schedule things properly it, it promotes efficiency etc and then task management and you know there's so many tools out there for managing your tasks but i personally find you know my goal is having a zero inbox and I described to you my my methodology for doing that, and I found that to be extraordinarily helpful, and, and it enhances my pro productivity immensely. So that's my Ask Dr. Mungiel thoughts of the week. Uh, I hope you guys all have a wonderful Super Bowl weekend. I think it's going to be a good one. That's going to be a really great game on Sunday, and uh, I'll see you next week. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.